Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper, a weekly NPR parody podcast in no way associated with NPR, brought to you in no part by the following parody sponsors. The USMCA. It's basically just NAFTA with better labor protections, or as President Trump calls it, the single greatest achievement in all of human history. The Trump University School of Hyperbolic Hypocrisy and Double Negative Mathematics, where slightly improving the NAFTA agreement that Trump called the worst deal in history, with ideas borrowed from TPP, which Trump also called the worst deal in history, created the USMCA, which Trump is calling the best deal in history. The Trump University School of Hyperbolic Hypocrisy and Double Negative Mathematics, where the worst plus the worst equals the best. And the American auto industry. The good news is the USMCA is projected to benefit the American automobile industry. The bad news is Japanese cars are still better. I am Dave. And I am Molly. And our voices are small and barely noticeable, like the improvements Trump made to NAFTA. Our top story this week... The Department of Justice's Inspector General's report revealed that former British spy Christopher Steele, the author of the infamous dossier about President Trump's connection to Russian election meddling, had a, quote, friendly relationship with an unidentified member of the Trump family who the Washington Post wasted its journalistic talents to confirm was Ivanka. Ivanka's friendly relationship with intelligence officer Christopher Steele began in 2007, two years before Ivanka married whatever it is Jared Kushner does, Jared Kushner, in 2009. The fact that Steele knew Ivanka before she married Kushner, coupled with the fact that Kushner and Ivanka briefly broke up in 2008, has led the Internet to conclude without any evidence that Ivanka and Steele were lovers. Barely Audible Whisper hates baseless Internet rumors as a matter of principle, and we refuse to amplify them as a matter of policy. But we also love a good sketch premise, and we care more about the content of our comedy than we care about our principles or our policies. So enjoy the sketch. Oh, Jared. I'm sorry we broke up, but I promise if you take me back, I'll give you everything you ever wanted. Give me money. Yes, Jared, money. I have my daddy's dirty money, and you have your daddy's dirty money. And if you combine my money and your money, you get even more money. Give me money! Oh, Jared! So it's true. You're back together with the adult version of Damien from The Omen. (gasps) Christopher Steele! I'm in my sex. Why does your family always think you can lie to a trained intelligence operatives and get away with it? Because no Trump has ever suffered any consequences for anything we've ever done, ever. Give me money! I know, Jared. It breaks my heart that your father's in jail just because he's a criminal. But if you marry me, you'll never have to suffer consequences again. Are you really going to leave me for this baby-faced embodiment of soulless greed? I'm sorry, Christopher. We had some great times. But what I have with Jared is the deepest and most meaningful connection I've ever shared. Give me money. All he ever says is give me money. Exactly. I can earn money. Ew, earn? 
That's gross. I'm going to retire as a British spy and start my own intelligence firm. Give me money. I like Jared's method better. I'm going to miss you, Ivanka. The way you look beautiful from some angles, but absolutely hideous from others. The way you're so image-obsessed that even you don't know who you truly are. The way you've been handed everything, though. But act like you've earned it. Wait, come to think of it. You're awful. The only thing our relationship had going for it was the sex. That's exactly what Daddy said. Oh! Ugh. But... As flattering as I find it to be reduced to a sex object, I must tell you no. For the one thing that defines me even more than my creepy relationship with Daddy, it's my insatiable greed for ill-begotten money. Give me money. I love you too, Jared. Goodbye, Ivanka. I'm going to walk outside and randomly start a conversation with any random woman who will statistically be better than you. Give me money. Oh, Jared. Say, give me money. <laughs> the Inspector General for the Justice Department released a much anticipated report into the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign's involvement with Russia's interference in the 2016 presidential election. Trump loyalists have been claiming for months that the IG report would bolster their conspiracy theories about an Obama led deep state political winch hunt to unlawfully spy on the Trump campaign. The IG report will prove Obama conspired with the notoriously leftist FBI and Satan to frame Trump for releasing damaging information about Hillary Clinton, which was really released by Hillary Clinton, who stole her own emails from herself to cost herself the election so that Democrats could orchestrate a coup against Trump and negate the results of the election that Hillary Clinton skewed against herself. The actual IG report debunked every Republican conspiracy theory. A finding that liberals immediately pounced on. Told you so, told you so, we told you that the FBI is perfect and can always be trusted. The actual IG report found 17 separate instances of improper misstatements or omissions and is highly critical of aspects of the FBI's handling of the case. Because the FBI conspired with Ukraine to frame Trump for conspiring with Russia as part of a liberal plot to post-birth abort conservatives. Not even close. So there's nothing to worry about. 17 misstatements or omissions is a lot to worry about. But the report contradicts Trump, and contradicting Trump is all that matters. Everything that contradicts Trump is a conspiracy against Trump. Yes, the report debunks all of the idiotic and insane conspiracy theories that Trump has been peddling about the FBI. Nanny nanny boo boo. <laughs> But it also points out serious flaws in the department's process for obtaining FISA warrants. Nanny nana boo boo. The report specifically highlights problems from the application for a FISA warrant for the surveillance of Carter Page. Carter Page bad. Surveillance Carter Page good. In which exculpatory information was omitted and some evidence against him was exaggerated. Carter Page good. Surveillance Carter Page bad. 
Yet, despite these errors, the report finds that ultimately the investigation into Trump... Trump good! ...was lawful, legitimate, and not politically motivated. Trump bad! Ultimately, while the 400-page report's detailed findings indisputably refute the president's outrageous conspiracy theories. Suck it, Trump! Whatever, we're just gonna say the report says what we said it would say. What the report reveals about the process of obtaining FISA warrants may have far-reaching implications that are actually more important than whether the report ends up being politically good or bad for President Trump. (gasps) Blasphemy! But... If we take a step back and look at what the report says, not just about Trump... Not just about Trump! That's crazy! We see this is about an inspector general who identified nonpartisan systemic problems within a government agency and an FBI director who has already identified a series of workable solutions to address these problems. Workable solutions? That's crazy! The fact that the report admits that there were any flaws means that I can claim that the entire report is flawed and therefore vindicates Trump. If I don't claim complete vindication, then Trump will claim vindication, and since the flaws don't vindicate Trump, I can ignore the flaws and only talk about how Trump's flawed conspiracy theories have been proven to be flawed. Trump's completely vindicated. So I guess liberals and conservatives finally agree on one thing. No, we don't! That the broader questions about balancing civil liberties and intelligence-gathering methods raised by the IG report pale in comparison to the question... What does this have to do with Trump? House of Representatives drafted two articles of impeachment against President Trump, detailing his corrupt Ukrainian bribery scheme and his ongoing efforts to cover up evidence and intimidate witnesses. Although these charges are serious and thoroughly investigated, many Trump critics were alarmed by how many potentially impeachable offenses the president has committed are not included in the two narrowly focused impeachment articles. Given that the list of other potential articles of impeachment is so long, the fact that the House only brought two articles of impeachment could almost be considered an early Christmas present to President Trump. With that in mind, Barely Audible Whisper listed 12 gifts the President was given in the form of 12 offenses he was not charged with, to the tune of 12 Days of Christmas. The first impeachable offense Trump wasn't charged with is... The firing of James Comey. The second impeachable offense Trump wasn't charged with is vacationing at his own properties and the firing of James Comey. The third impeachable offense Trump wasn't charged with is Jamal Khashoggi's murder, vacationing at a... Stop, 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 stop. The problem with these t- uh, 12 Days of Christmas parodies is that they always get boring and repetitive after the third thing. So let's just, uh, let's just skip ahead to 12 and be done with it. All right. The, the 12th impeachable offense Trump wasn't charged with is Trump Tower Moscow rerouting military jets to a private airport in Scotland. Ten Mueller obstructions. Everything involving Giuliani, bribing Stormy Daniels, Jared's security clearance, Ivanka's Chinese patents, Epstein wasn't suicide. 
Saudis at Trump hotels, Jamal Khashoggi's murder, vacationing at his own properties, and the firing of James Comey. Epstein wasn't suicide. Following a months-long investigation, the Inspector General for the Department of Justice released a report detailing the FBI's investigation into the Trump campaign's suspected involvement in Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. The IG report debunked a slew of conspiracy theories perpetuated by President Trump and his loyalists, which prompted Trump's most loyal loyalists, Attorney General and lying sack of Giles, William Barr, to publicly dispute his own department's findings. I disagree with the findings of the IG report because I don't like what the IG report says. And just like with the Mueller report, when I don't like what a report says, I say that the report says what I say it says, instead of what the report actually says. A.G. Barr dismissed the IG investigation's evidence without offering evidence to contradict the evidence produced by the IG investigation, citing an ongoing DOJ investigation into the FBI investigation, which was the subject of the IG investigation. The IG investigation into the FBI is BS because as AG I ordered a DOJ investigation into the FBI investigation that the IG investigation already investigated. In other words, Barr is attempting to discredit the IG report, which vindicates the FBI, the same way he discredited the Mueller report, which he claimed vindicated President Trump. Which is tricky because unlike the Mueller report, which I didn't let anybody read for a month, and I still haven't let anybody read in full, the IG report is publicly available information. Since he is unable to lie as easily about the contents of the IG report as he was the contents of the Mueller report, Barr is instead casting doubt on the IG report by hyping an ongoing investigation that he is personally overseeing. The IG is biased against Trump because it isn't biased in favor of Trump. So, as Trump's pro-Trump AG, I'm overseeing an investigation that prevents bias against Trump by being biased for Trump. For more on Barr's efforts to undermine his own Justice Department for the political benefit of President Trump and replace objective reality with an empty chasm that matches the depths of the evil of his jowls, Barely Audible Whisper filed the following report. Attorney General Barr, you stated under oath in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee that you believed that the FBI spied on the Trump campaign. Yes, I believe that spying occurred. But the IG report specifically debunks that claim. I spy with my little eye that some spying doesn't have to mean spying in the sense of spying, but could also mean spy in the sense of I spy with my little eye, which doesn't mean spy as in to spy, but means spy as in to see. And so anyone who saw the Trump campaign spied on the Trump campaign. So spying in the sense of seeing isn't actually concerning. 
I would think it would be concerning if a presidential campaign was spied on. But you just said the Trump campaign wasn't spied on. But I implied that it might have been spied on by speaking in circles about spying. The IG report also establishes that the FBI started its investigation into the Trump campaign for exactly the reason the FBI has always said it started its investigation into the Trump campaign, which is a tip they received from an Australian diplomat who warned them that a Trump campaign advisor had bragged about Russia having dirt on Hillary months before that was public information. But the Steele dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton's campaign. And the word dossier sounds suspicious, especially when you add alliterative adjectives. But the IG report dismisses the importance of the dossier in the FBI's case. Dirty dossier. But the dossier was not the basis of... Dodgy dossier. You're right, that does sound suspicious. Exactly. And anything we can make sound suspicious becomes suspicious. And anything that actually is suspicious, that we don't want to seem suspicious, is not suspicious. Because we can make it sound not suspicious. Like Don Jr.'s Trump Tower meeting? Legitimate opposition research. But you discredited the Steele dossier by labeling it as opposition research. You mean the Hillary Clinton bought and paid for partisan hit job doo-doo dossier? But conservative media hyped this IG report as though it was going to definitively prove all of the conspiracy theories it definitively disproved. Define definitive. Conclusive. Authoritative. Proven. Mm, You define definitive with the definition of definitive. That's the definitive difference that differentiates you from Donald Trump's defenders. We don't let the definitive definition of whatever we're definitively defining definitively define what we're defining. Instead, we defer definitive definitions to be determined by the immediate dictates directly demanded by our dumb leader. What? We define the truth in any given moment as whatever best suits Trump in that particular moment. But you're the head of the Department of Justice. If you can simply dismiss credible investigations that don't serve your political needs and replace them with investigations directly influenced by you to produce results that serve your political needs, then... America is screwed. In an interview on Fox News, former Republican Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich linked the impeachment of President Trump to the so-called War on Christmas, claiming that Democrats were destroying the spirit of Christmas by impeaching Trump on, quote, the eve of Christmas. As Speaker of the House, Gingrich held the vote to impeach then-President Clinton six days before Christmas. But if we ignore Gingrich's blatant hypocrisy and reflect on the story of the first Christmas, we see that Gingrich was right. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, delay impeachment for a spell. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared before the lowly shepherd. You know, I resent the fact that every time anybody tells this story, I'm referred to as a, quote, lowly shepherd. I know I'm lowly. You don't have to keep pointing it out. 
Behold, lowly shepherd! Every damn time with the lowly! Rejoice, for today in Bethlehem, a savior is born in a manger! A manger? Now that's lowly. Today the Son of God is born. Let us rejoice and give praise. And also, it would totally put a damper on the festivities to hold impeachment proceedings. Best to put those off until January. From now until forever. Hark the herald angels sing. Presidents are more like kings. Ignore his lies, ignore his crimes, give him gifts for Christmas time. Joyful all ye nations wait, impeachment procrastinate. Not on Christmas, Newt proclaims, I did it once, but not again. Hold impeachment off for me. Try again in January. And so it was that three kings from the east followed the star to Bethlehem, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. I'm going to face some serious political consequences when this is all over. My people were very upset when I abdicated my duties as king grabbed a bunch of gold, and started following a star. Relax. People can't hold their leaders accountable on Christmas. Oh, yeah. I forgot we're Republicans. We three kings of Orient are Bad leaders who follow a star Can't impeach us cause it's Christmas Plus we're friends with Bill Barr And it came to pass that Mary and Joseph, who were refugees from Nazareth, were forced to stay in a manger because there was no room at the inn. Away in a manger, no crib for his bed. Get out of my country, the president said. It's more of an analogy for how Trump treats refugees, not about impeachment, so we'll... We'll skip ahead to the little drummer boy. What's the hurry? There's an election soon. Trump will not cheat this time. And so the Christ child was born bringing salvation to humanity and providing cover to Republicans for all eternity. Hold on, all ye Democrats. Wait till after Christmas. Just wait ye, just wait ye, till we think of something else. Indulge our excuses. We're the kings of whining. We just want to adore him. Why can't you just ignore him? 
Consequences just aren't for him. Trump, the Trump. Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper, made possible by the following people. Writer, co-host, and producer Dave Baldwin, co-host, actress, and Jared Kushner, Molly Brown. Actors Daniel Carter-Brown, Tommy Strack, and Michael Morgan. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to us where you subscribe to your podcasts and tell all your friends we're awesome. We appreciate your support. Bethlehem, a savior. (laughs) A child is born. (laughs) Humorous.